Welcome to Geek Therapy. On this episode, we're talking about the new fall shows. Lar, have you seen any of the new fall shows? The only one I've watched is Pitch. Ooh, okay, good. It's on my list. It's on your list. Talk to me about Pitch. What'd you think? I had goosebumps. Like, the whole time, the oh, first episode. It's so good. It is so good. <laughs> oh, so good. Like, there's a... If, I mean, Pitch is about a female baseball player who ends up getting called from the minors to the majors to play on the San Diego Padres. Um, and there's a scene when she's first going into the stadium and this little girl is holding up a I'm next sign, mm-hmm. which... That, I just, I wanted to cry. I wanted to cry. Um, And I'm a big baseball fan. So, and and baseball season is right, well, the postseason's going on right now. And so, I'm really excited about baseball. And this show just like, oh, it gets me right in the feels. Oh, man. Yeah, that whole first scene, those first two or three minutes when she's essentially walking toward her first Big, her first real, um, you know, major league game is, it's so good. It's so good. And I've watched the episodes um, since, and it is, it is just as good because it's not. I have to, yeah. (laughs) It's not cheesy. It's not predictable. You know, it feels real. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I haven't looked up if it's actually possible. If it is, 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 is the scenario actually possible? Um, I don't know the rules of Major League Baseball, um, but there were a couple of female baseball players signed to a pro club in Sonoma County in here in California, um, and th- that happened not that long before this show came on, but they're not associated with Major or Minor League Baseball mm-hmm. at all. Okay. So, okay. Um, but theoretically... Theoretically, this could work, and I wonder if it's going to push a team to do it. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. it is based on an actual baseball player, kind of. Um, oh, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Okay. <laughs> and so, well, uh, I, haven't, I haven't looked up um, um, anything on it, and, and I've, been, I've been meaning to. But regardless, it is it is it's just such an important visual, right? And mm-hmm. not just seeing this female player on the team, you know, female role models, just like damn, but but then seeing what it means to girls and women in the audience and in that world to see her and how the media kind of, you know, sees her and her role in 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 all of that. It's it's a really good show. I, although it's one of those things where I I don't know why you make a series out of it. Right. It could it be a, like movie. a movie. Yeah. Yeah. And and so far the the characters are a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and but I I don't know how sustainable it is. Uh but but so far every episode has been fantastic. The first episode in particular just like on multiple levels, right? Um mm-hmm. also just you know the the relationship with her father and the pressure the that, pressure she feels to be a role model for those girls 
yeah. those women everywhere. All. Well, there's that, but then also and the pressure of yeah the father to like is it is it like does she want to do it or does he want to do it? Does he want her to do it? And now that she's there, like then then there's that pressure of like you have a responsibility to these girls or 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 don't you? You know right. It's Aww. it's it's really good. So yeah, actually, I, of all the shows, um, I haven't watched every single you know new fall show, but of all the ones I've seen, that one is definitely, definitely my favorite. It's and, so believable. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. it, you yeah. thought it was like you could you could picture it happening, and like it's so real that they have actual sports anchors on the show narrating games like they're real games and they have a a ticker on the bottom with like the different sports scores and like one time i'm a san francisco giants fan and the shoot they were playing the giants and i'm like that's not a real player that's not a real player but it was just oh it was so good i'm like who's egan who's willis those aren't people on the giants but it was believable like i had to check to see if they were actually putting real players on the on the show um so i i don't know it's really cool um as as a female baseball fan to see that and and hope and like hope someday that that happens it's really cool well again agreed definitely love loving pitch it's uh it's it's really good so far so far yeah i'm like three episodes in yeah so um let me see. I'll I'll tell you a few of the other shows that have that have come on. Actually, the and this one counts. Luke Cage, Luke Cage came out, and damn, Luke Cage is good. Okay, I I want to watch it. I'm now, still I'm still way behind on on the Netflix Marvel stuff. But so so check this out. So have you heard a lot about the casting for the black uh, the Black Panther movie? Yes. Right. So how it's like it's. It's African culture and it's all black actors and and right. black director, right? And it's like we're gonna do this right, and like I'm I'm so excited to hear that, and then kind of it surprised me then when Luke Cage is that, it's uh it's not Wakanda, right? But it's it's Harlem right. and it's a black protagonist and and a black community, and it's so. It's it's so amazing to see a show that is um, so culturally rich, but it's also a superhero show, right? It's bringing all this stuff into this this Marvel universe that that we we haven't had that, and each of these Netflix shows, and I think everything that that Marvel does, like they kind of they're very they're different enough, right? Mm-hmm. But definitely lacking in um, in putting minority characters like front and center, and this show is just amazing, amazing. Um, I've seen it, a lot of tweets and stuff about like s- social commentary on the show and the fact that he's a bulletproof black man. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there there are things that man, like there's this there's this episode towards the end where I mean. Not too many spoilers, but like Method Man comes out and then <laughs> Method Man raps this song and it's an original for the show about what's happening. And everything that happens during that song is just incredible. And it's 
yeah, it's it's that idea of a black man in a hoodie um, and a bulletproof black man and relationship with the police. And this show doesn't shy away from any of that. Like it, it takes everything head on. That's you know, there's really no awesome. whispers. It is just it is it's like, oh, in case you forgot that these things are happening. Here you go in your Marvel show. You know, Here you have it for 13 hours um, just so you don't forget. And and you can do those thirteen hours in a row if you want. <laughs> do the thirteen hours <laughs> at one sitting, if you want. So I know people that did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in terms of representation and like family and responsibility and all this kind of stuff, there's a lot to love in in Luke Cage, and it reminds me a lot of uh, I don't know if I've ever told you uh, this story of a client that I once had who I um, I gave him um, – I, I, it was one of the first times uh, I met him, possibly the first time. And, you know, like many times when you have a client for the first time, they're very they're – very, he, was, he was small too. Um, and so, you know, they're very quiet. They don't want to talk. They just sit there. You've been there, right? <laughs> I, I've been there. Well – uh, it's been a while for you, maybe. It's been a while for well, yeah. I get one or two clients at a time, so yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's a long time. But, but yeah, it, it I've happens. probably been there. Yeah. yeah, And so I, what I did was I was like, okay, so do you like comic books? And he like, he was like, he got excited. So I handed him my iPad that had all my comic books, and I always think back to this moment about it being. Um, I don't know if it was the best choice <laughs> just because I kind of really didn't think – I didn't curate the the comic books that I gave him. I essentially just handed my comic book collection over to him right. and said, hey, is there anything there that that catches your eye? So he's scrolling through um, my comicsology uh, collection and he stops on Green Lantern Corps and he starts looking at those and then he picks one and he picks this incredible story that ended up being – so relevant to his life and and he he got this insight from it that was just mind blowing and uh, well uh, the the point was that he he was being he felt that in his home he was being blamed for um like like he was he was small so he was assuming the responsibility of his parents separating mm. And in the comic book, it was uh, an issue of Green Lantern Corps where there's this guy called the First Lantern and he's manipulating all the different Green Lanterns by letting them, making them see things that aren't real. He, in this particular issue, he's doing this thing to, to Jon Stewart and he makes him see different um, moments in his life and he switches it around to make it look like they were his fault. Like a death happened and he shows kind of like how it was his fault and it was his fault. And then... Because he read that, my client went and then told me like that he feels that way and that he found that at the end when he when John Stewart said, like, I know it's not my fault, he said, I uh, my mom tells me that all the time that it's not my fault. Mm-hmm. So we were able to have this huge conversation on the first day about something that was super important just because he went to that comic. That's like one of my favorite um, just like – I can't believe this just happened. Right, stories, that's great right? that he happened to pick that. Yeah, comic. yeah, yeah. But the 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 point I wanted to make was that the reason why he picked that comic book, in hindsight, I've always thought, is because that was, I think, the only comic book that I had that had a black person on the cover. 
Ah. Because it was John Stewart on the Green Lantern comic. And I don't think I had any other comic books that had a black character on it. And right. my and my client was black. And I can't confirm that, but I can't imagine um like I can I can I can imagine that that is very likely the reason why he went there because this character looked like him. And and Luke Cage is full of just so many great characters from from um you know, very like characters that are only there um, that play very small roles. The characters that play very, very large roles, and because anyway, it's, it just has so many great characters. It's it's really really good. Um, I think I, I enjoyed the show a lot. Um, I don't know if I would rank it like with the other ones where it would be. I think it's very different, but I think it's it's yeah. high quality. And then and in terms of like what we're talking about here for like potential use in the library or use in therapy, I think or or you know just to this social commentary that's going on, it mm-hmm. is it is really good. Like I I, I highly recommend um, people watch it and kind of like keep it um, at the ready for for you know for certain situations because it is oh. it is good. It it's good everything that. everyone I know has been talking about yeah. until the presidential debate happened. But until that happened, until that happened, and even some after that. But it's just. Ah, I, I need to catch up. There's too much to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's um, it's good. And then in at, at New York Comic Con, they they showed the Defenders, so all four of them together, and they had announcements and stuff. It's oh. so cool. They showed the first trailer for Iron Fist. It all. Oh man, it looks great. Oh. But um, I saw they released the soundtrack. It's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the music is really good. Oh man, yeah. So those are like. This 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 season starting off, all right. So uh, let me see. There's there's a few other shows that I think are kind of interesting. There's one called The Good Place, and this I've one I've not even heard of that one. Really? Okay. So it's funny because um I, because I take the subway every day. I, I live in New York. I take the subway. Um, it's so funny the the advertisements that you see all over the place on the subway. Um, and I remember seeing the show advertising. It's Kristen Bell and Ted Danson sitting on a sofa. I had no idea what the show was about, but it was Kristen Bell, so I was like, oh, I'll check it out. I, of course, right? And it's Kristen Bell. Yeah. And so when the show starts, what you realize is that she has died. And when you die, you go either to the good place or the bad place, and she's in the good place. Ah, ah, right. And um, Ted Danson is the is the um, like the person greeting her. And they there's this very there, there's a lot of funny stuff. I, I find the show very funny, but I think that the potential that it has is in that the the show presents the good place as these small communities of about 130 people where everybody that is there is grouped for a specific reason, including being paired up with your soulmate. And everybody there kind of earned their their place. And Kristen Bell, it it was actually a mistake. She's, She's not the person that's supposed to be there. And so the show is really about her trying to redeem herself half redeem herself, half hide herself, you know, but it's this, it's constantly talking about ethics and morality and what is, what it means to be a good person and what it means to be, to do good things. And 
And that's an interesting conversation to have at a comedy show. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, so I think there's potential there. There aren't there isn't necessarily anything that that is really stood out to me so much that I would want to make a um, an entry yet. It's been like five episodes, but I've enjoyed it. I think it's a it's a quirky yeah, and it's show. something to keep an eye on for the future. Yeah, yeah. But I could see I could see stuff there, and I could imagine using that in in different scenarios. You know that that kind of it's cause it's a crazy premise, but it's it's kind of cool, and it's it's actually really interesting because the way it sets it up. Um, there's this comment at the beginning of the show about how the um, she one of her first questions to Ted Danson is like, "So who got it right? Like, who was right about what the good place is?" And and his response was like, eh, "Every religion got it about four percent right, <laughs> right?" And so and so it kind of it it. By just calling it the good place, it kind of normalizes, you know, like it's like neutral territory. We can talk about this um, serious issue, you know, the afterlife, what we, what happens afterwards, um, life and death in a in kind of a funny way. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know if I have time for another show, but you can no, watch that no, one. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm watching it. I like it. I like it. Um, and then real quick, some of the other ones I have watched, uh, one that I didn't enjoy very much was called the son of Zorn. Have you heard I of this I saw one? ads for that one and it looked uh, kind of weird to me. It It is weird. Um, it's, it's on Fox and it's this, uh, Zorn is kind of like a He-Man type character, <laughs> but he's a little older, like he's starting to, you know, bald a little and Oh, like Arnold had, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> and he and but he's a cartoon character, literally, like like um like He Man. Oh and he gosh. lives on this island where everything is animated, but the world is the, our world, the real world. And <laughs> apparently like sixteen years ago he was over here, he had a girlfriend, he got her pregnant, and he has a son. So the son of Zorn is this kid who uh, has this father who's an animated character, and in in this world, nobody nobody bats an eye that he's an animated character. It's just it's just everybody understands that some people are animated and some people are not. Hmm. And uh, so there are actually some real family issues, you know, that that come up. But I didn't find the show all that funny. I didn't enjoy it too much. So this one probably has more potential than The Good Place to 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 use like I could see a lot of people relating to the to actually both the the son and the father but I haven't seen anything past the first one but if you want uh to check that out to because you need some content related to to family issues that that's definitely one uh, I might give it a try again later uh let me see another show I didn't like was designated survivor <laughs> I didn't even put that one on my list of things I was going to watch. I have too many political shows. It's Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland, so I wanted to check it out. But there's something off about the way the show looks and feels. Hmm. Um, it doesn't feel it, – it's like everybody's pretending to be Washington, D.C. It doesn't feel like Washington, D.C. It kind of had that aesthetic. Um, San Diego Comic-Con um, – that was what they used for ABC used for their their booth was like a White House and they showed some some videos and even just the the 
visual quality of everything. It just, I don't know. I watched shows like Scandal and House of Cards and... Yeah, and that's yeah. all that that's all fake Washington, but it had a different it had a different feel, and so I was like, nope, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't need to. Watch it, it all kind of gels, and it feels like a real place. This didn't feel real. I mean, it was the pilot. I don't know. Um, and honestly, by the end of it, because obviously the premise is that Kiefer Sutherland is the only person that survives from the cabinet, so mm-hmm. he ends up being the president, even though he's like really, really, really way low um, on the list. And by the end of it, I was like, I couldn't care less that he, this guy is the president. It didn't seem like an interesting show to me. Uh, anyway, that's just. And that's uh, sad because it's Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, yeah. So those are kind of the only ones that like I was really looking forward to seeing. And as far as brand new shows. Yeah. Um, like I said yeah. last week, I I want to watch This Is Us. It's on my DVR. I oh, just wait, haven't had no, time. No, no, I forgot to write This Is Us. Wait a minute. I you take forgot. it back. You take I forgot. it back. And I, ta- I also take back what I said before about, well, I don't know. It's Pitch is contested as far as like <laughs> the best new show. Cause okay, because you like This, this is, is Us. Oh, man, I like I've been looking for something ever since Parenthood went off TV. I've been looking for something to kind of replace it, and that's kind of how – They've slotted um, This Is Us on NBC, so. Yeah, I never watched Parenthood. Oh, it's so good. So many really? family things, so relatable. Every episode has like 50 <laughs> entries in it. Like, it's so good. <laughs> I never watched it, but um, I just from, it has, I remember seeing a lot of uh, commercials for the show, and it looked, it's funny because I thought that this was like related to that because it, it it looked that way in the mm-hmm. commercials. It reminded me of it. I re- so, I, but I really don't know how similar they are. But this is us. Whoa. Whoa. Um. Yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know how to describe. As a as a drama, it is. So so first of all, right? So so. There's these. There are these. Um, Different characters, right? Who are who are in the in in the story, right? So when you watch the first episode, there's all of these different uh, parallel stories, mm-hmm. and they're they're really good. One is about a guy who who hired someone to meet uh, to find his biological father because he was adopted, and he finds him, and like, what does he? What should he do about that? There's another character who is very very overweight, right? She is she is very very overweight and she's dealing with that and how it affects her life and she uh goes to um to like a overeaters anonymous group and a support group and um kind of there's a lot you know of feelings there and and it's also one of those things where even how often do you see a character on TV that is fat but is also actually dealing with that and right. not just there for either comedic relief or that has nothing to do with the character she's that's just how the character is, right? Whether it be a male or female, and there's and there's a place for all of those. In, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, but here, like, there's an opportunity for for people to relate to a character who's struggling with that. Exactly. Um, so that's really good. There's this other character who he's like he's the one that's like less of a big deal because he's like in sort of at first, but then you realize that he's he's an actor on a show where 
he plays a very stupid character and eventually he gets fed up with it and he's like, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. And that actually has a lot of consequences, but actually his struggle is kind of interesting. Like as I take it back, he's, that that was pretty good too. You can't commit to anything. I can't commit to anything today. And then I, I do like the show. And then there's this other, uh, there's this couple who, um, who they're having, um, they're having a complicated pregnancy, and all that, this is that's happening. That's the, the scene that I remembered in the previews was the couple with the with the pregnancy. Yeah, yeah she's got um, what is it? She's pregnant with triplets. Oh, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so all these uh, stories are happening in parallel in the first episode, and they're just like really good stories. Like even even the actor that I was saying like, eh, I actually liked him a lot. Like he's in a he's in a stupid situation. Like his job is really stupid, but that's – it's harder to relate with a guy who's like an, a, a, a rich and famous actor on a, on a popular sitcom because that's his, that's his story in the show. But mm-hmm. the truth is that, I mean, you could replace that with like another crappy job and, and totally relate. And so it's really good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know why I forgot to write it down. This is us. Absolutely. Watch that one first, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, watch really Pitch. The, both of those shows were shows that I really wanted. Um, with so many shows out there that I already watch and like having to decide what I'm going to keep watching and what I'm going to drop, there's only a couple more slots of time to be able to, like, uh, how many shows can I handle? And those were <laughs> the two that I picked um, to add on to my list of shows to watch. So... Um, I'm sure I'm missing something, but there is one more show that I want to watch that I haven't watched that I think, I assume, has potential, which Uh is Frequency. And Frequency is a series, it's based on the movie. Um, Frequency was a movie where I believe it was, oh, what's his, uh, James Caviezel? Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. Mm-hmm. And Dennis Quaid, I believe, were in the original movie. And I believe uh, Jim Caviezel finds this ham radio that he's able to use to talk to his father in the past who is dead. Whoa. And so the ham radio is just like it just it communicates through time. And so now they created a whole series around that. And I'm not sure, but I think that the Jim Caviezel character is played by a woman um, in this version. But regardless, it's about being able to talk to somebody in your past, a family member in your past. And that is very intriguing to me because that has a lot of potential. That Even just a as a role-playing activity. Yeah. You know? Um, so I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. I haven't, I haven't had the time to, to check out that show too. Um, but that's the only other one that's kind of on my radar that I'm looking forward to that I can remember right now. Because also those are just the new shows that's not even old shows that have a new season. <sighs> yep. Like Supergirl started and it's really good. Oh, I it started. I haven't started it because I haven't finished the oh, last season. Oh, it started. Season. started so good. Um, I have a feeling all the CW shows I'm going to end up just watching on Netflix when the seasons are over. Really? Yeah. I just can't keep up. Can't. You know that there's a, there's a, there's a four part crossover. Oh, God. Between all of them. <laughs> And I believe that I separate. D- I hate them for doing this. I hate it. 
I believe I'm, I think it starts on Supergirl and then jumps to Arrow and then Flash and then um, I think that's the order. I'm not sh- I'm not sure exactly, but it's a I haven't part even crossover. Legends of Tomorrow isn't even on my like radar. <laughs> well, but I mean, but the, you got to watch the crossover episodes at least. I I know. <sighs> and um, and that one's kind of it's interesting. Uh, but there's also, <laughs> um, did you watch Glee? I loved Glee. I, I was obsessed too. with Glee. So you know, Supergirl and Flash were were characters on Glee. So yes. there's also going to be, I believe, a whole a completely separate crossover between Supergirl and Flash, and it's going to be a two episode musical. Oh God, that's amazing! I haven't even started watching Flash, so I gotta get. I don't know. I don't you haven't know. watched Flash at all? No. Because it got – so I didn't start watching Arrow until it had already been a few seasons in. And so we wanted to watch the episode of Arrow with, with The Flash and get that started. And then they started doing crossovers and it got too complicated. And so we haven't – I haven't watched a couple of seasons of Arrow or f- any Flash. So Listen, that – it's a CW – I don't know what it is about the CW, all right? But I like the CW. <laughs> I I like the shows. I I, I want to watch the Flash so bad. It's just like where of the start? of the superhero shows, the Flash I think is the best one. Mm-hmm. Before Supergirl came on, yeah. Because I think Supergirl. I think the first season was so good, and this first episode is so good. There's some, I don't know. There's something about that show. Um, so those two are very good. I I I wouldn't push um, Arrow and, yeah. and and Legends even less. But I will yeah. say, the One Hundred, which is also on CW, is incredible. That's what I've heard too. Crazy <laughs> Ex Girlfriend is unbelievable, and every episode has uh, at least one musical number. Have you watched uh, Rain? I haven't watched Rain, but I was going to say it's that also. So good. <laughs> Uh, I've heard good things about Rain, but I was going to say Jane the Virgin is also very good. Like CW. Is killing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it's off Hulu now here in the States is, I am not happy. I am not happy at all. Because you have to use their app and it's just, it's not, it's not great. Anyway, but yeah. So, so all those shows are coming back. They've Mm -hmm. already started. Um so it's 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 a lot. It's a lot. You do have to pick and choose. But uh yeah, of the new ones definitely I think This Is Us and Pitch are the are the two to to the check must out. Watch. In terms of like potential um like if you I don't know, I just guess just in general. That's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Those two are very good. And that's that's kind of all I wanted to say about the new fall shows. Is there anything else that you want to say about the new fall shows no i i think the shows are uh, that we discussed i mean like pitch and um and this is us i really want to watch this is us now that you've talked about it um i want to watch even, it before. i didn't even say anything about it like i can't even you say just anymore described because... like what ha- like what the previews described I, yeah, yeah. I told you nothing about the show. Yeah. And if if there's this thing that happens in pitch, where 
like you're you're you don't know what to expect and then you end up crying and you get goosebumps and all this kind of yeah. thing. Um, yeah. Like I'm ca- sure this is us is just like you're gonna cry. This is us. I cried a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I watched the second episode and at first I was like I was so blown away by the first episode that when I watched the second one I thought this is just and then I cried more in the second episode by the end of it than I had in the first one. Great. Now, now I'm hyping it up. <laughs> now go watch it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. No, but um and absolutely listeners let me know uh if there is any show that I did not mention that you've that checked out that we should be paying attention good. to. You know, yeah. there's a lot of channels. <laughs> There's a lot of shows. There's a lot of channels. Yeah, yeah. and and especially just the the new shows um, in particular. Like, uh, I can't think of any other one right now that I that I haven't mentioned. Um, I think there's another. I know that there's another time travel one. There's, oh yeah, uh, is it timeless or something like that? Timeless, yeah, timeline, something like that. Time, yeah, yeah. I read an article about that, but but of the two, frequency is the one that like I'm more interested in checking out. I don't know which one uh, is is potentially better, but I'll take all the time travel I can get. Oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. <sighs> Did you forget Laura, something else? I forgot perhaps one of the most important shows. Uh-oh. It is HBO's Westworld. That's something people I know have been talking about, too. I hadn't even heard of it. Listen. Listen to me, Lara. Okay? I know you. You're not going to watch this show for a while. But it will be on my radar to watch eventually. Right? Okay. It should. Right? Listen. Listen. I'm going to I'm gonna do the thing where by the end of me telling you, you you're going to have to. You're going to have to watch it. Okay? Okay. So... I don't. I don't even know how to feel about people saying that that Westworld is doing for sci-fi. What what Game of Thrones is done for fantasy. Okay, I'm even going to ignore that comment. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Wow, that's some, that's a big claim. You saw what I did there. It was like I said it, but I didn't say it. You listen. You totally said. Listen it. to me. Westworld is a theme park. Okay. Okay. With a Wild West setting. But it's in the future. So it is entirely populated by human-like androids that are all programmed to play out storylines and scenarios throughout the entire park, which is gigantic. And the guests, us, go and interact with them and can affect the storylines every day. What? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, okay, like the psychology part that is, um, any psychics out there will, will love this part. Anthony Hopkins plays the kind of CEO of the company. And because the park has been open for, I believe, 30 years, the technology is super advanced. And he's a tinkerer and he's constantly just messing with the androids to give them more human like mannerisms. And just very these little things that make them seem more human and add something that, you know, when the guests go there, they don't know what it is, but they know that it's special. And those yeah. type of things are affecting everything. That is what Westworld is about. 
I that's just I, actually that's, that's not gonna even what be it's one about. of those things I do I do have to watch. That's not even what it's about. That's just the setting. That's just the setting of the show. As someone who loves like Disneyland, yeah, that's no, just it's it just an advanced Disneyland. I could imagine like mm-hmm. androids walking around Disneyland and yeah. like in Frontierland. Um, oh. You know, like uh, I I love how in Once Upon a Time there there's all of the Disney stories and all these fairy tales are playing out at the same time in a different way. Right. Imagine imagine that in, in the future, Disney is like that. And you're talking to someone and all of a sudden they say something where you realize, no way, you're Snow White or you're, you're, you're uh, Red Riding Hood, right? It's like, oh, you're dressed in red. Like, oh, that's obvious. Like, now I get it. And then because it's a theme park – you like you realizing that kind of like can trigger something and maybe you can go on an adventure with them. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. But again, like a Wild West I setting. Want, I want to live in that world. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's um, – it is incredible. And then the conversations like related to – I mean obviously just talking about it, you could probably pick out how – there are comparisons to video games and virtual reality and mm. alternative reality and augmented reality and oof, reality, reality and reality, reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now with Westworld, I'm done. I'm now done. you're done. I can't say, yeah, that's, that's it. It is, it is incredible. Um, and there's a lot of stuff there. I mean, once you watch it, we could we could talk about each episode for a while because there's there's stuff that happens. It's really good. It is I really like it. But I think I, I just think it's an important show too. Because in in the on the eve of VR, right? Or or like in the actually I said that because I'm waiting for my VR system <laughs> to arrive. Right. But like we're in the middle of a lot of people about to step into VR a consumer grade VR and the conversations that we're having about um, like ready player one and, and virtual world and being immersed in that Westworld just took the conversation and just moved it forward a lot. Like uh, ready player one is going to look like it's, it's, it's like not future forecasting enough because Westworld just did what it just did. blew, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, like, just left it in its dust. And there's a place for all of these conversations. But for someone like me who loves to talk about, like, way, way, way in the future stuff, um, Westworld definitely scratches that itch. Okay, and now, absolutely. Now everybody, let, let us know um, what you uh, – what do you think of any of these shows? If you have any uh, ideas, um, I am so happy that we have more people who are sending in, um, you know, using the simple forum to give suggestions for for library entries. Each of those will be made into an entry very soon. I promise you. If uh, you put your email in, I will. You let just you know. promised. You just promised. I did. Well, even like more than any other, more than even the entries that we have in our database that we've been building for a year. These you are get more valuable to yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and I'm I'm super excited. So thank you to everybody um, who who's doing that. It is it is fantastic because when we envisioned when we envisioned this um, as a as a collaborative thing, as having you know a community that would be contributing, this is exactly the type of thing I wanted to see. 
So either, you know, contact us directly or or use the forum to, you know, come up with uh, cool entries for, for some of the new shows. Just let us know. We'd, we'd love to hear it. Geektherapy.com, at Geektherapy on Twitter. Lara is at Geek Therapist on Twitter. I am Josue A. Cardona on Twitter. And we'll be back next week with more Geek Therapy. <laughs>